What's up, everybody? It is Swipe Right Sports, your sports pod hookup. I'm your host, Bobby Adcock, and we're back. We're back for the third episode and the Open Championship, the last major of the season. And we're just going to go right into everything we've been doing. We're going to bring in Kyle Robert for the DraftKings breakdown, where we're going to do groupings like we did from the last uh, episode with the U.S. Open. And then we're going to get to the third rendition of the Net Worth game, where we're guessing uh, British actors and celebrities' net worth with my brother, Michael Adcock. Uh, I have won the last one. You can see if he can come back here and regain his title. So, um, but first, it is Kyle bringing in, and we're going to break down gambling angles and DraftKings takes for the 148th Open Championship. Enjoy. Mr. Kyle Robert, how are you? I'm doing great, Bobby. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. We uh, we have not talked in a while. We have we have messaged a little bit, but it's mostly been about the Scott Fishbowl, which yes, I am a little bit new to. Well, I'm I'm, I'm in fact very new. It's my first year. But do you want to talk about that format a little bit? I'd love to. Uh, it's my fourth or fifth season doing it. And, and the cool thing about this is Scott, uh, well, a couple things, but Scott will continually change up the um, the strategy, the scoring, the who gets a bonus. So, you know, tight end premium is usually a thing. The passing touchdowns versus rushing touchdowns versus rushing first downs. It's always a little bit uh, tweaked, but uh, it's a super fun 1,200-person uh, tournament. Uh, obviously, a lot of uh, a lot of you know focus on raising money for charity and doing some really cool things along, but uh, having a great time and, and doing some uh, fun stuff for with the fantasy industry uh, is what it's all about. Yeah, and it's it's uh, like you said, it's like what twelve hundred teams, mm-hmm. and it's like a bunch of divisions, and then um, you kind of you have to win your own division, then you kind of move on to like a, a bigger tournament. Is that right? Correct? Yeah. So basically, it's like ten weeks or eleven weeks, and then everybody who makes the playoffs gets thrown into a big pool, a big pool, and then basically you have to be in the top half of that every single week to keep advancing, and then at the end, there's like three teams, and whoever scores the most uh, takes down the whole fishbowl. That's correct. Yeah. So it's I've followed it a little bit like last year. I'm just kind of getting to know it. So I'm I'm excited for it to start. But I'll say this is the probably the first. This is probably the earliest I've done something for football uh, um, in in this year. And I, maybe it's just because of that. I've noticed my first impression. I messaged you about this a little bit. Was just the drop off in running back seems like very alarming to me. At least at a point where I go, I don't know if I can rely on any of these guys as starters or at all i just kind of yeah. think you so i thought that was a little bit um yeah it just gets like after like this certain group of guys you go oh man this gets a big drop off yeah and as somebody who likes to wait on running backs i actually kind of like it because there's a lot of places for me to plant my flag a lot of shots i can take and um you know guys that i can that i can target that could eventually take over the job and 
and be the feature guy or somewhat feature guy as much as we can get in 2019. But um, yeah, no, it's and it's very interesting because you'll see people who are very running back focused, people who are very anti running back, people who go quarterback early, people who load up on tight ends. So. No division's the same. No draft is the same. Uh, so many teams take so so many strategies to kind of get to the final product that I, I think that is also really interesting because um, this this encompasses the smartest, best fantasy people in the world, and and then us, Bobby. So uh, you know, it's a um, we gotta we gotta climb uphill, but I think we can do it. I, I know, and I, I don't know this is if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, apparently I set some sort of record for waiting on quarterback. Yeah, um, and, which is uh, a wild strategy for a super flex <laughs> league where you could start up too, but uh, yeah. good, luck, well, good luck to you. Yeah, I know, I don't, I don't know if that's going to be a good thing that the first quarterback <laughs> I took off the board was Dwayne Haskins, who may not actually start in real life, but... Um, I, I backed it up with Joe Flacco and Eli Manning, so um, I don't. So you're off to an amazing start. I think I, I can't see how this will go bad. Making quite a name for myself already. So very happy about that. Anyway, but interesting about that, and uh, yeah. So so let's uh, let's get to golf here. That that we the focus of this will be. I had some good feedback on the little uh, DraftKings grouping segment we did last time. Okay. And. What I would like to do is dive into that right off the bat, and then we can also mix in any uh, any straight betting talk uh, within that framework. Sure. Okay, and um, just so everyone knows, I have prepared these groupings um, very specifically in certain price ranges on DraftKings. Kyle does not know about them, only I do, and so we will each have to pick one person from the group, and that will be kind of just uh, just to kind of give people an idea of what we're thinking in certain price ranges and 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 what you guys will be looking at the same same way. So, um, are you ready? I'm ready. Ready as I'll ever be. All right, we're gonna do. We're gonna start from the bottom and we're gonna do low sixes. And I know okay. you know with these major championships, you can see some certain names in certain ranges and go, wow, like this guy is because uh, they're loaded fields. You see some crazy prices. So low sixes. Here we go. First grouping, Doc Redman, the young upstart. Corey Connors, the Canadian, having a great year. Stuart Sink, the wily veteran. And Nate Lashley, having uh, a very kind of breakout year of his own. Uh, I think I tend to lead Corey Connors. Uh, I think if as long as his putting kind of falls uh, where it needs to be, he could absolutely be a guy that challenges for this tournament um i I kind of like guys that have played well coming in um i like guys that have um you know look to form and i think he has the goods uh to be at least in the conversation uh when we head into the weekend so um and he this is this is connor's by the way the first first open championship appearance does that scare you it does it does a little bit and and i've seen some stats in terms of the previous winners usually uh are making some noise um you know have made noise in this tournament before have played you know well between the open and the between the u.s open and the open championship um, so yeah, not having a ton of experience definitely 
gives me a little cause for pause, but I think if I'm pay where I'm at, I don't need him to win. I need him to be in the conversation. Uh, I need him to make the weekend, maybe be a top 15, top 20, even top 30, and I think I'll be pretty happy with, uh, depending on how the rest of my lineup shakes out, of course, but uh, I think I'll be pretty happy with where my team's headed uh, if he can do that for me. Okay, so your your selection for the record, Corey Connors. Let's do it. Corey Connors is marked with a square for Kyle. Now look, I I I think the inexperience. I think for this event especially, I think you know not unlike the U.S. Open, um, where they both change venues, but you're the the British is always a very pure linksy style um, format with. Um, a lot of crazy things that can happen around greens where guys aren't used to, you know, putting from 100 feet and having one leg in a sand trap like Xander Schauffele last year. Um, so I, I think it's, it, can, it can be unfamiliar like that. Um, mm-hmm. I do I do tend to, like, lean on event history more so in this event maybe than I would the U.S. Open. So for that reason, I think um, I would I might go not with Corey Connors or Doc Redden, even though he's uh, he's red hot. Um, Stuart Sink, Kyle. Yeah. Stuart Sink. Playing fairly well. Uh, he tied for 24 last year here. And um, he is 14 of 20 over his career in Open Championship cuts made. Yeah. And, and I think older players tend to do better in these tournaments. Um, yes. So I, I like that call. Um, and, and probably. That might be a little bit of a safer, safer way to way to go, especially in this bracket where we're looking sub 6,500 pretty much. So I'm I'm going to choose sync, but I want to also mention um, I think if you're I think if you're going for maybe a little bit more upside, I think the best play in this entire uh, grouping is Nate Lashley, who's been one of the best ball strikers all year. Um, he's he quit himself very nicely in his first major at the u.s open last month the t28 um and he's he's playing the best golf he ever has he won a few weeks ago at the rocket march clash that kind of a, a cinderella story there nice nice story uh, off the course there so um i i think he's the best upside guy if you're really trying to take shots so but i will go sink and you connors for this group yes are you ready to move on let's do it to it all right now these guys next four guys they're all Sixty-five thousand dollars. I'm sorry, six thousand five hundred exactly. So you have Keith Mitchell, who I, as you know, love. Yeah. Lucas Glover, Ryan Palmer, and I'm going to get his name wrong. I think, but it's uh, a bear uh, who just finished. In the playoff, Benjamin Abair, uh, at the Scottish Open last week, finished the playoff second with some rough putting at the end where he probably should have won. So, um, all 6,500, your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to go with Benjamin Ebert from France. Um, I like I like the fact, I, like, I, I tend to kind of like to target guys that played in the Scottish, played in the Irish Open, who have been over there playing in the Euro Tour, have been, you know, kind of just leaning that way. I think there's a little more comfort involved there, um, rather than maybe some guys that are stateside going across the pond. Um, you know, 
once again, if we're looking at guys in this range, I want to shoot for upside. I want to shoot for potentially challenging. And it seems like there's a couple euros that aren't traditional names around here that tend to find themselves kind of in the discussion, at least as we're heading into the weekend. Yeah, I I agree uh, with the Scottish Open correlation. That always seems to have translated to some relative success and in, in, in the Irish Open the week before because they're already playing these linksy style uh, big tournaments. And so mm-hmm. I I like that angle. Um, this is the first major uh, tournament for a bear. So yeah. that's a, a little, little, uh, little bit uh, shaky for me. Um, and, and witnessing those three putts, um, wow, that was that was something uh, was quite to display from him and Beesberger actually on that playoff on 18 and the playoff holes. Um, so I, that that made me a little shaky. But uh, I think that I think in this range, I, I'm going to I, I'm going to look at Lucas Glover. I've been liking the way that he's playing all year. He's he's really had he's having one of the best seasons he's had in his career uh, in, in definitely in a long time um and it will be his first open championship since 2013 he's four of eight overall in making cuts in open championships um his best major finish in an open or in majors was a t12 in 2011 um and, and he's he's just seems to be trending in the right direction for this entire season uh, he's played played well over the last two or three months and um he he made t16 at us open so i think he's just someone that he seems to be in the right mindset he's a veteran good form um i'm going glover in this range for my final answer i almost went there i'm not gonna lie he uh he's definitely an interesting name and um you know bobby we have to pick kind of in this when you're looking at sub 7000 there's a reason these guys are down here whether it's inexperience whether it's you know questionable putting whether it's you know, off the tee issues, they're, they're down here for a reason. And um, if I, you know, it, I, I don't I don't fault you for the Glover pick uh, at all. Okay, no, and I think at, he's at 201 right now on Vegas Insider. He, he might be, if I'm taking shots, he might be my favorite long shot in DK and in uh, just as, as a straight best, uh, just yeah. to finish high. Um, so your your final is it Mr. Hebert? Yes, Eber, we Eber. All right, we will we will move on to the next grouping, and this is going to be sixty six hundred to sixty nine hundred. So we're still under the seven thousand range, and I think I think this group is pretty saucy, and I don't mm-hmm. know I don't know exactly I don't know what I want to do. Um, first player, I'm not going to say his last name because I'm going to. Uh, absolute butcher it. So uh, Jazz, yeah, who we all is is a very, becoming very popular, especially amongst I think like the the very heavy like DFS players. This is not a a sleeper anymore. I don't think. No. Um, he's uh, it's his third career major, but he he was a T14 at the PGA earlier this year, um, which I thought would actually hold him back because it was such a longer course, but. Uh, his tee to green play was so sharp that uh, he he finished really well, played really well. He's ranked eighth in strokes gained tee to green on the Euro Tour, uh, Euro Tour, um, and he's a very good approach player. So, um, yeah, I no no secret on him. So we got Jazz. He's the first guy. 
uh, Andrew Beef Johnston, who, um, if anyone watches Scottish Open on Sunday, he made a big noise on there um, and ended up, I think, with a top five with a 61 or 62 on Sunday. So, um, and, and just has a nice, nice kind of off the course story. And is always a huge fan favorite um, over in Europe and especially in the British Open. And then we go to last week's John Deere Classic winner, Dylan Fratelli. And then we round out this group with uh, one of my favorites, and I, it's going to be hard for me to deny this one, uh, Joachim Neiman. Or Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin. Uh, like Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this is probably my favorite range, especially if I'm trying to get more of the upside guys. Um, you, you mentioned a, a few of my favorites. Fratelli is going to end up in a lot of my lineups. Jazz is another guy who's going to end up in a lot of my lineups. Andrew Putnam's actually in this range, too. I know you didn't mention him, but another guy in this range that I really like. Yep. Uh, man, it's... He was it's, great at the Scottish, too. Yeah, he played really, really well. Uh, I think Neiman I'm actually going to avoid. If I'm... if I. I know this is not really how how uh, how you asked it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, turn it around on you because this is what I do, Bobby. But uh, I actually like the other guys. I don't like Neiman. I think maybe maybe it's stupid. Maybe there's a reason why you know a lot of people are gonna be in on him. Um, but I think he's gotten a lot of buzz because of recent play, um, and I don't know that I necessarily love him for this tournament. Um, I, I think this may be a little bit of a challenge. Uh, for him, I think he may be getting a little too much buzz. Um, but if I'm forced to pick one, I'm going to go Dylan Fratelli. Um, and, and you know, he's playing. He played amazing in the John Deere. I think he's ready to uh, go to Ireland and, and make some make some noise. Yeah, I. Uh, this was the same same kind of thoughts when I put this grouping together, and I actually almost threw in Putnam, like you talked about. Mm -hmm. I thought this is this is a tough one. Um, and I, I've been writing about Neiman like for the last like three weeks, and he's been on fire. So yeah. I, I'm just like, man, even even if he has, you know, even if he doesn't get a top ten, he's always getting top twenty fives. He's just he's just in good form. He, if you read about him, he's been talking about. It, he just he feels a lot better. So I was like, oh my. And last week, it's funny. This is what's great about DraftKings is uh, I think it was ten thousand two hundred dollars for the John Deere Classic last year. Now he's a uh, you know sixty nine hundred. So I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like. I'm like, how can I not? How, how I, I wouldn't respect myself if I. Did. Yeah, no, it it really <laughs> is interesting to see the the pricing uh, fluctuation between you know when the big dogs get involved and when it's some of these smaller tournaments uh, or the split fields, you know, with people some people getting ready for the for the open for the open championship by playing overseas and some people staying here and and playing swing season. So it's it, it is really interesting to watch the. The prices kind of fluctuate. It, it is. It, it's it's quite. Uh, it's it's unlike. I would say it's unlike you know football week to week, and mm -hmm. uh, unlike even like basketball. It just it really is um, very tournament dependent. And it, it's funny when you when you have these when you have these major championships. It's just the pricing is so soft. I basically just I want to set you know twelve hundred lineups is what happens. So yeah. Um, I am. So you are you are final decision for telling. Yes, sir. And I'm going to go Neiman. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna continue to ride the guy. Um, that sounded weird, but uh, <laughs> um, I didn't mean it in that way. So I'm uh, walking Neiman. Don't tell you. And that we will move on to um, 
The next, I have two groupings, Kyle. Okay. And these are two four four people groupings. It is seven to seven point three K. Okay. And because there's so much there's so much jammed into these ranges that it was hard to just come with good ones. So why not just do two? Sure. The first one, we have Thomas Peters. Um the bane of my existence for the US Open, Keegan Bradley. Last week's Scottish Open champion, Bern Wiesberger. And uh, another guy who um, lately uh, pretty much on fire and having another uh, kind of a career year to a degree is Chaz Reby. Yeah, uh, I think I got to feel the burn. Um, <laughs> I, I know he, he, uh, he obviously won last week um, and, and maybe it wasn't uh, you know, he, he got his win. He got the victory. So um, I, I like him a lot. I think he's going to be a little chalky this week, especially because of the win. Uh, but if I have to pick one of those four, he's definitely my guy. Okay. He is uh, he is three for five in open championships. His best, though, is a T64. So he just kind of has yet to have that breakthrough, like, major performance. But I'm with you that it has. if it's going to come, it's going to come – it has to come now anytime. It's just, yeah. it's, it really does. So I, I, uh, I agree and I, uh, I can't, Keegan was so mean to me for the U S open that, uh, I can't do it. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the Scottish open theme. I, I do like the correlation. So we're going to agree on this one boring, but we have to do it. So, uh, square in a circle on burn Wiesberger. Yeah, I actually uh, might have to play some Keegan this week if you're going to completely fade him because this will be the week that he goes off. Oh, I don't trust me. I'm, 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 I'm well aware of that. Um, I, I've been I've been playing him still, but uh, that that was the only guy in my like U.S. Open core players that just didn't come through for me. But uh, it's okay, it's okay. We'll get on the same page someday. Um, all right, let's move to the second grouping, and it is um, again seven to seventy-three hundred here. Another four-man grouping: Emiliano Grill. Jim Fierk, Bubba Watson, and Mr. EVR Eric Van Ruin. Well, uh, Bubba's gone. Uh, this this is not the course for him, and maybe the wind is just not there, and maybe he bombs and yeah. everything just go well. But I just I, I picture I, pic, I picture Bubba getting on a plane Friday night, Saturday morning, and heading back to the states. Uh, I agree. <laughs> Jim Fierk is interesting. I think. If I'm playing a lineup that I expect, like if, if I go a little, there's going to be heavy wind. He's going to have to get around the course. Um, I, Furek would be probably on that roster. Um, but if I'm building just lineups that I'm, I'm I'm excited about, Evan Van Royen is my guy. Um, I, I think he's got uh, Eric Van Royen, um, not not Evan. That's his brother. Uh, <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I like I like him. I think he he has a lot of potential for sure this week, um, and he's found some homes in uh, some of my lineups that I'm starting to build. Yeah, also um, also had a um, a nice showing, uh, regardless of kind of an unfortunate uh, quad uh, bogey he took on Sunday at the Scottish. Mm -hmm. um, that was tough, uh, but all, all in all, uh, a good showing at Scottish Open. And then been playing well uh, all year, and uh, just a little bit of a notable on him. Three for three in majors in his career, and um, his he's had his first Open Championship was last year, T17, 
and that's his career high finishing majors. Um, oh, I'm sorry, not his career high. The T8 earlier this year in the PGA. So he's having a really good year, kind of a mm-hmm. breakout guy. So I like that everyone. However, um, I agree with Bubba. The, the Open Championship just hasn't been his uh, format necessarily to, to have high finishes. The guy I should have pivoted to in the U.S. Open that you picked in this little game we played was you picked Furyk over Keegan. And so I'm going to correct myself now. And I'm going Jim Furyk. Uh, he is 14 of 21 in his career. He's probably played in the Open Championship more than a lot of guys have played majors in this field. Um, he's played 21 times, 14 cuts made. And um, he was he's T28 at the U.S. Open last month. So I, I think he just continues kind of a little renaissance here he's having. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if I'm in this range, I why not? I think he's safe for a weekend play. I like it. And that brings us to the next range, which now we're kind of getting it's thinning out a little bit because there's not as many players in these ranges. But we're, this is 7,400 to 76K, and we're going to do a four-man group again. And we have the Wiley veteran, uh, another one, Lee Westwood. A little guy who's getting a little bit hotter, Patrick Reed, former Masters Championship. Uh, RCB, Rafa Cabrera-Bayo, and Matthew Fitzpatrick. Uh, that's another tough grouping. Um, definitely, very, very tough. Definitely some good names in there. Um, Patrick Reed is really tempting for me. Um, I think this guy has been playing a lot better golf. Uh, obviously, has that major championship in his bag, um, and I mean, I I have a hard time fading him. I, I think he's I think of the guys you mentioned. Like I said, there's a lot of really interesting. I think RCB is probably the one I'm going to fade the most, just because I'm a natural fade the fade the consensus, and I think he's going to be a popular pick. Um, but yeah, if I'm if I'm going with one, any of them, go Patrick Green. Yeah, um, this was a tough category as well. Uh, we all know Westwood, um, the story with him. Yep. The best player never in a major label gets in a lot, uh, but he's played relatively well this year. Uh, like you talked about, Reed's been coming on strong lately. Finally, looks like he's getting back into his um, form that he was in maybe a couple of years ago. So, um, but I, as much as you say that about RCB, and you're right. Uh, there's going to be probably a lot of chalk he's covered in. Um, he's red hot, and uh, he's top top tens in his last three events, uh, all very big events: the Irish Open, BMW International, and the Scottish. He got a T9 last week, um, and I he, he's just uh, I, I like him. He's six for seven in Open Championships. He has his best career. Uh, major finish that was uh t4 uh two years ago 2017 open championship so rcb is my guy in this yeah and i i I can't blame you for going there um his his form absolutely dictates it um you know you you brought up the reasons why you're excited about him and at 66 to 1 to uh win this whole thing uh i don't think it's a uh a bad way to throw a few shekels I, I agree, especially from a straight betting standpoint, that that's a nice payout. So, um, and that, that will probably be executed here shortly. Um, and yeah, but again, I think tough group right there. Fitzpatrick, nothing wrong with him either. So, nope. um, but let's let's move on. You're, you're Reed, by the way, correct? Correct. Okay, so then let's go to, now I have from 7,700 to 8,300, Kyle, I have Ooh. two, two, 
three-man groups because this is getting thinner and it's getting tougher to kind of pair these guys up in an intriguing way. So, um, first three-man group, Ian Poulter, U.S. Open champion Gary Woodman, and Paul Casey. Uh, Paul Casey, and uh, obviously has the Euro uh, being from England. I think uh, form has been there. Um, played pretty well at the U.S. Open. Played pretty well at the Travelers. Um, you know, I, I am a little concerned. He really hasn't played much golf uh, over the past couple weeks, but uh, I'm sure he's been over there working and getting ready and and doing his thing. Um, but yeah, I think if I have to out of that trio, it's definitely him. Okay, I and I again very tough here. Um, I was very happy that if I did one thing good at the U.S. Open, it was I had I had Gary Woodland in my core, and uh, that was probably if I did one good thing, it was it was that not yeah. Keegan Bradley. I so, should have uh, listened to you there. Yeah, not not Keegan Bradley, Gary Woodland. So um, so I I you know he's had a crazy life changing kind of month. Uh, and and I, I, it's going to be, I don't know, it's just difficult to kind of like keep that momentum going a little bit. Hard to handle that type of success. So I'm actually going to go Casey as well here. Uh, I think he's having a, a really just very consistent year. And is is at this range, I want to be, you know, safe and upside is what I'm looking for. And I think Casey has the best combination of both. So yeah, I, I'm going to stick, we're both going to stick with uh, Mr. Casey. Are you sure he's from England? I think I think he's... You sure? No? Yes, hundred percent. Okay, I'll, I'll fact check that, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'll get on that. No, I'm looking. I'm looking at the DK uh, page right now, and I actually had a conversation with him when I was at said U.S. Open, um, and he's uh, can't confirm he's definitely English. So it, okay, he he doesn't he doesn't speak uh, he has an English accent. You're sure about that? Hundred percent. Okay, I just I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe it, but we'll see. Okay. Um, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> So moving on, next three-man group in the same range: uh, Matthew Wallace, okay. Louis Oosthuizen, and Tony Tony Fino. Fino, okay. Can we talk about Fino for a second? Like, <laughs> I, I would love this, to. Is, this is a guy that like doesn't win tournaments, and obviously we've seen him play great in tournaments like the Masters. Uh, but like I, I, I don't know. I, uh, the 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 peep, the buzz on him, I guess, has come back a little bit. Um, but I just like I can't do that. Like, there's no way. There's no way I'm putting Tony Finau in any lineups, and maybe he'll go off, and this will be his first thing, and he'll be off and running. And he seems like a nice enough guy, but like I, I, I just I can't. I can't right there. Um, I'm Matthew, sure he's a home, sure he's a homer person, but okay. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna go Matt Wallace, and uh, here's my thinking. In this price range, I think a lot of people are going to go other ways. I think they're going to, you know, I, I don't think the name value is there as he is with a lot of other um, people in this range. Oh, Graham McDowell, I've seen him. I know he's from Ireland. I know he's won. Louis Oosthuizen, Gary Woodland, Paul Casey, Henrik Stenson. Um, you know, th this is definitely a range where I think Wallace is going to kind of get overlooked by a lot of people. Um, He's been playing really well. Uh, played uh, amazing at the Scottish. He was T uh, T14, uh, 17 under. Obviously uh, played the Irish, played the BMW. 
um, you know, played belt well at the BMW. So he's, I think he's ready um, and uh, was t top 12 at the US Open. So if I'm going in this range, I think that's my, my target. And do you happen to have the odds on him? Um, Let me, so, and so that's the other thing. So he is 40 to one yeah. to win this. Yeah. And, and if you look at that, those odds versus the guys he's kind of in the range with, um, his odds are a lot better than most of the people. Like Ustazen's 50, Paul Casey's 50, Gary Woodland's 66, Golden Graham McDowell 66. Like he he's expected to perform much better than a lot of the names that he's kind of coupled around. Yeah, well, Kyle, uh, damn you to hell because um, I agree with everything you just said and. Uh, I think I think he might be similarly to like RCB, very like chalky. But I, if I'm picking between this group we just talked about, Fino for whatever reason has just got got a little bit bipolar lately. He missed three straight cuts, uh, rebounded I think with a T23, 3M, but still just hard to trust when you're getting in this range. Totally. Um, and and Wallace feels like the right form guy. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, he's playing great, playing some of the best golf uh, probably of his life. So um, you, you you covered that. So yeah, I am uh, I am Matt Wallace if I have to make a decision here. So we're on we're both on him and Casey. That was interesting. Um, and so now we're getting moving on from that. We're getting now into like the it's thinning out now. Once you get above the average price range, I think there's 19 guys left. And I just went. I just spread out from 8,400 to 8,900, so right below 9,000. I picked four guys. I, I excluded a few, but I picked four that I think are interest, the most interesting. So Hendrick Stenson, Hideki Matsui, Matt Kuchar, Jordan Spieth. What say you do? Well, uh, I need you to help me from myself. Um, I feel like I'm falling into the same traps that I did at the u.s open but well, well, wait um, we fell into a good trap with one of these guys that 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 is true um but i i jordan spieth was well that was the, bad yeah that was the bad trap that was the i got too excited i expected you know the the elite jordan spieth and he barely made the weekend and then was a mess after that but like sub 9,000 for Jordan Spieth, a guy who has performed really well over in Europe, who, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, won a British Open at what, 22? Um, I, I think, you know, I think he's ready to to kind of go over there. He played, it's just like, I don't know, his form is just like US Open plus six, Travelers plus two. I think I just need to avoid him. Like, if I'm doing like a GPP and I want to, and I want to get a little, you know, out, I want to get a little unique. Um, I might swing that way. Uh, but in 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 this case, I'm gonna avoid him. I'm gonna go with Matsuyama, uh, 8500. This is a guy who's gonna be a major champion, potentially multiple major champions. 8500. Give me, give me, give me Hideki. Okay, and, and look, I mean, look, if I had to rank these guys, um, and I'll give you my pick, it's Kuchar. I just think, again, wow. the, the combination of safety and upside, I think wow. he has the best one of them. Um, 
and he's just been rock solid all year long. So that's my pick. If I had to rank him in order, uh, I'd go Kucher and then Stenson. That Stenson was our good track for the U.S. Open. That was yeah. great. Yeah. And he and he's been lights out since then. Um, as, as long as he doesn't fall apart putting wise, I I don't know. I I don't see how he wouldn't be missing the weekend. So. Um, yeah. So I would go Kucher, Stenson, Decky, and yeah, Speed. I want no part. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I hear I hear you from a contrarian point of view, but hey, man, that's all. That's all it would be. And I think if I'm building kind of a balanced uh, lineup, I, I don't mind using a couple of those guys. I don't mind a Kucher Stenson lineup. I don't mind, uh, you know, uh, you know, finding a way to get Matsuyama and you know, probably not Spieth, but Kucher or Stenson. Um, if you're looking for a couple guys in that, you know, right, right about 9K range. Oh, oh, trust me. If we're talking about core players, uh, Kuch, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, we'll give out, we'll give out a line up here to end it, but Kucher, Kucher and Sensen might be making an appearance. So, uh, um, uh, I have a feeling they will. So, um, all right. On to the 9,000s. I have two three-man groupings in the, just, that are 9,000 ranges. Um. First one, Justin Rose, Francesco Monari, Patrick Cantlay. Justin Rose, and I'm not, and I'm not usually a Justin Rose guy. You were hating uh, on him for the U.S. Open. Yeah, I didn't. And and let's see, what did he do at the U.S. Open? Oh, yeah, he, he was T T three. Is that is that good? That seems like that's pretty good. He heard you. Um, he heard you. He heard me talking crap. So uh, he hasn't really played since the U.S. Open, which is concerning. Um, but he his form was re- really really good at the Open. Obviously, T three. Um, I, I think he's comfortable playing overseas. Um, I, I like him quite a bit. So that means he's probably gonna uh, play awful on uh, on this weekend. Um, but if I'm uh, if I'm picking from this grouping, I like me some Justin Rose. Yeah. No. I mean, Rose is. Uh... There, there isn't. It's hard to make a bad choice here, but uh, Rose is—he's not the type of guy who just has a lot of uh, bad, bad performances consecutively in these type of events. So um, he, he's usually very, very consistently contending. So that's fine. Um, I'm going Cantley. You know my love for Cantley. Uh, it, I it do. Is what it, it is what it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fold now because there's no reason to. He's just uh, been very consistent. So. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Cantley here. Uh, the next grouping of three, and I think you're going to have a hard time here. I know I have. Tommy Fleetwood. X. Shuffle. And JT. Woo! Uh, yeah. Yeah, that that is really tough. I thought for sure once you said Xander that that was going to be where I go, but uh, Justin Thomas is my dude in this range. Uh, Justin Thomas, I, I, he is a guy when he's playing his go- his his best golf um, that should be with up clo- much closer to Brooks, DJ, Rory than kind of this range that he's currently sitting in. Um, played the Scottish top ten. Um, played really, I mean, three rounds under seventy. Uh, two rounds, 65 or better. Um, he is ready to go off. He's ready to win a major. Um, and 
if uh, X isn't gonna give it to you, I gotta go JT. Okay, you know what? That's I, I like it, and I like the Scottish again. Good, good Scottish Open action. Um, did well last year. Looked good. They also talked about how if he if he ever wanted to play, he could pick one type of course to play the rest of his life. He would pick like style golf. That's what he said. So, um, I like the JT pick. However, I, I I'm it, it does. I'm not. I'm not happy to do this. It gives me no pleasure. Um, I'm not going to pick Tommy Fleetwood, and I'm going to go with X. Um, the the consistent high place finishes and big events have been higher for him. And at some point, I just have to have reality set in with me and Tommy. I I I mean, I I, feel, I still believe in him, but the the top tens of. 2018 in, in the contention it just hasn't been there in 2019 in the big events and so if i'm if i'm picking this year it's gonna be uh it's gonna be the x-men yeah and i i don't blame you one bit i think that makes so much sense um and and if, yeah i think that's i think that's absolutely the way to lean but i'll i'll be back tommy don't worry i'll be back um so that that leaves us that we've made it through, Kyle. That is onto just the all that's left is the five figure guys, which mm -hmm. are there are five of them, and we got to pick one. It's Rory, it's Brooks, it's DJ Rom, which kind of confuses me to be honest. And then there's Tiger. Yeah, uh, Tiger's out. Um, he doesn't play well in the cold. He got his Masters win. He's done. I, I crossed him off. <laughs> uh, Rory, man. Rory could boat race this whole field and, and run away with it and dominate all weekend. Um, but I think playing at home is going to add a little extra pressure that I don't think he wants. And I don't think I, I just he's not going to win. So I'm crossing him off. Um, and then Brooks, DJ and Rom. If man, like I'm kind of getting like uh, I'm kind of getting some some DJ vibes at, and the fact that he's only 10,900, like, I, I kind of like that, sub-11. Um, but I'm going to go with my my strong feeling that I've had since uh, basically the end of last week. Um, John Rahm's going to win the 2019 Open Championship. And uh, wow, the, yeah, and, and so that probably means he won't even make the cut. So uh, don't play him in any lineups, but uh, yeah, uh, DJ is probably the safer pick, but John Rahm is my pick to win. So uh, John Rahm. Okay, I'm a, I'll, okay. That's that's great. I have nothing against John Rahm. I'm sure he's a fine man. Um, I, I it, it's a little confusing me why all of a sudden he just gets in this range, and, and even in like Vegas odds, why he all of a sudden gets in this group. Um, I I almost I almost feel like guys like Cantlay have a much more justification for just being simply uh, in this group. I think Xander could like, be in this group like with Rob. So I, not, not that not that he can't win. It has nothing to do with that. It's just kind of like, okay, all of a sudden uh, you're you're in this little group of uh, elite guys. I think part of it too is he won the Irish. Um, yeah. He's, he's won that tournament twice. He's shown... Uh, a comfort of playing overseas. He's, he's uh, a Spaniard, so he likes playing over in Europe. He plays on the European tour. Um, I, I think he's comfortable with Link style golf, um, and I think he's ready to win the whole thing. 
Okay, it, it very well could happen. I've learned my lesson with um, this range, which um, it used to be uh, a tiger default, which has uh, been a little bit proven to be a little bit silly. Um, and I, I agree. I think uh, reality setting in a little bit about that win, which was amazing. But uh, it's over now. So um, look, if I'm, I'm picking this range, it's just simply Brooks or nobody. That's it. Right? This, yeah, that's, and that's, I don't. I don't blame you, and if you've been doing Brooks or Nobody for the last few majors, uh, you've probably been making some serious cash. Um, but it's just like I can't, I can't at all. Man, I'd, ra I'd rather save 500 and, and use DJ. I'd rather save 800 and use John Rahm. That's fair. That's fair. Because um, it, it it actually is a relatively substantial difference, mm -hmm. given the type of pricing in this field. That is. That is big. Um, well, we have made it through the field, Kyle. Would we you, did it. Would you care to throw out a lineup? Uh, I would love to. Uh, I'm actually, as we've been talking, kind of building this. And, um, man, I... I think I'm going to have to do it. I know I said I wasn't going to do it. I know I said I wasn't going to do it, but... Uh, but here we go, Bobby. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go balanced. I'm gonna go. Uh, Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. <laughs> Xander Shoffley. Justin Thomas. Hideki Matsuyama. Feel the burn. Burn Wiesberger. And Dylan Fratelli. <laughs> you really are going Spieth, though. I'm really going Spieth. Wow. Like I, it's just. Like when I'm making this lineup, I keep finding my my eyes go right there. Sub nine thousand. When I can I can fit him in with Matsuyama and Justin Thomas and X Man. Like I could go I could drop I could drop one of these guys. I could drop Xander, and I could drop Spieth, and I could go up to my boy John Rom. But then I'm going down to sub eight K, and I'm looking at Sergio. I actually kind of like Leishman at seventy seven hundred, so that wouldn't be bad. Uh, maybe go Eddie Pepperell at 7600. But if I, it, you know, if I go, would you rather have John Rom and and Eddie Pepperell or Mark Leishman, or would you rather go, would you rather go Jordan Spieth and Z Xander Shoffley? Jordan Spieth, Xander Shoffley. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you, I, where you're where you're wrong, Kyle. Where are you wrong? It's unfortunate for you. Or you're wrong. Is, is instead of playing Jordan Spieth, you should play Back his ne <laughs> his nemesis, who he stole the Open Championship from. I think three, two, two or three years ago. Yeah, Mr. Matthew Kuchar at 8700, and just yeah. just just leave the money on the table. Uh, you know what? I don't hate leaving money on the table. Um, I, I've definitely done that before, and this would be an amazing uh, turn of events for Matt Kuchar to go back to Ireland, uh, into back to the Open Championship, and, and take the uh, take take the uh, major that should have been his uh, for him and and you and a few other people. Yes. So, which which leads to this magical lineup that will certainly um, make me. Rich be on my wildest dreams. Patrick Cantlay. Mm. Paul Casey. Sure. Matt Kuzier, who will be in every lineup. Hideki Matsuyama, who will be in every lineup. 
Hendrick Sanson, who will be in every lineup, and then rounding it out with none other than Joaquin Phoenix Neiman. Yeah, I I don't hate it. It's That's... a very it's a very Bobby lineup, but uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think it has uh, a lot of potential, and uh, yeah, I, I might have to to finagle that into one of my uh, one of my contests. It, it's advisable. So, um, well, Kyle. This has um, this has been a pleasure as always. Uh, we will we will continue to see how we both do and, and reconnect about that. Anything before we uh, any parting shots before we go? Well, thank so you. So who is who is your official pick to win? Uh, I did I, I said Rom. Who's your pick? Oh no, um, I'm gonna go the X Man. X, go and give it to you. I like it. I'm gonna uh, go the X Man. I think I think. Uh, he just consistently is is contending in these events, and uh, yeah, I'm going him. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Well, um, this was great, and uh, we will uh, be talking to you soon, uh, especially for upcoming football season. Absolutely, can't wait. All right, Kyle. Thanks a lot. Later. here with uh my brother from the same mother michael agtag how are you i'm well i'm well how are you i'm doing well uh we have we have discussed this format a little bit and um because of the open championship or maybe the british open we are going to essentially choose british celebrities and or actors Okay. And okay. Play the same game we've been playing. I'm gonna <clears> pick. <throat> I'm gonna pick three. We're gonna pick three. We're gonna alternate, and uh, we're gonna guess celebrities' net worth. Oh boy. And the person with the lowest net score is the winner. Uh, you have won the first game by quite a bit. Uh, I I happen to. I happen to take down the second game, which I was pretty pretty happy about. Yeah, Michael J. Michael J. Fox really uh, really did me. In. <laughs> that, that was the one. Michael, who knew? Who knew Michael J. Fox? What was he? He was uh, what like uh, sixty five million was his net worth? Is that right? I think it was sixty five, and I think your guess was around like in the 16. teens. Yeah, yeah, in the, in okay. the teens. I kind of forgot about Spin City, and you know, I, I I forgot about a couple things like that. But okay, fine. And and now we're doing right, and I think I think you're yeah, now we're doing just British actors and celebrities. So yeah, <sighs> there could be uh, there could be there could be a lot easier for getting this. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I've I've, I've, uh, I've had a very. Uh, entertaining time doing some uh doing some research for my selections so um i've done i've done zero research for this uh so so i'm kind of uh you know as far as who i'm gonna have you guess you know i i just haven't done a lot of thinking about this um but i still feel pretty confident so uh yeah okay i'm i'm as the winner i'm going to start okay 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 I'm going to start. Um, first let's person. Just, let's just start with uh, one of the more famous fictional characters 
uh, that we b- beloved who we all Harry Potter. <laughs> you you want you uh you uh, see now I already know where this is going. You you want to be Harry Potter. I'm going to say Daniel Craig, the latest. Oh, Daniel Craig. Oh, Daniel, Daniel That's Craig. pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I, know, I, know, I, he, I know. I know. I know. I know. He okay. So. So he's got bond money. I think that's that's been his probably biggest biggest score <clears throat> for signing the contract to do whatever he's done four four films I think uh, for Bond. But I'm gonna say Daniel Craig. Man, oh man. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 65 million. Daniel Craig. Okay. The correct number, according to Google, is ninety-five million. Oh. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That's a lot of money for him. It's, it's, it's got to be, it's, it's, it's be all bond money. It's all bond money. It's, abs- it's absolutely bond money, but it's uh, it's good money. <laughs> um, all right. So, so I got you know thirty, thirty million here uh, in, in between. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. And, and by the way, a- by the way, we're doing three each, and then a bonus uh, golf golfer for the British. Okay. okay. Um, all right. The first person I'm giving to you, um, American Idol's own Simon Cowell. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I knew this is gonna get dirty. I knew this is gonna get dirty. <laughs> Simon Cowell. And, and you're you're you, you think you're gonna be sorry for that? Um, mm. Wow. Um, okay. Um, I have nothing to like go on here. Good. Um, good, n- good, n- good. Not. Good. not I'm not, not even gonna talk about. It. No, you probably should. Uh, I don't. I don't have much to go on. I mean, I, I'll say this: I have, I have a little, a little, a little reference that I'm looking at on my list for you later. But um, God damn it! I'm going to say a hundred million. Good, good. I'm glad you said that. No, no. I, I, I haven't looked it up, but, but, but I think he's like close to like four hundred. Oh, you don't know? No, I have no idea. You you gotta look it up right now. Oh my goodness! If he's oh no, four hundred. Simon Cow. All right, I am typing in the information. And um, I think I think he's got a lot of money. Well, this game might be over. Yes, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> what is he worth a billion dollars? Five hundred and seventy million dollars. That, that 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 was it. I I might have just won. I might have just won right there. God, good for me. This game is getting so disgusting. It's it's <laughs> and, and, and it, it's just gonna get worse. I uh, this is. Because that, oh, are you kidding me? All right, all right. Yep, that's um, right. You're you're four hundred and seventy million off the pace. I had this conversation with a friend of ours who like listens <laughs> to this, and he was like, 
if you get certain like people involved uh you could get like hundreds of million dollars off and it's just gonna that's like, right and this is what just happened so anyway that's right simon cowell got it all right on that Sorry. same note um i am going to give you kate moss Ooh, kate moss see now you're gonna give me people that that, that that I think I think that you know like I think Kate Moss and you know she hasn't done anything in you know 15 years, but I think the reason why you're giving me Kate Moss is because she's got a high net worth. So I'm I'm gonna go. But is it over 100 million? That's that's the big question. It's uh, a great question. I'm gonna I'm gonna go safe, you know. I mean, you're kind of protecting the lead lead a little bit right now for me. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go seventy five million dollars. That might be too high. I don't know. I'm very upset right now. Um, it's eighty million dollars. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Can you believe she's worth eighty million? I, I, yeah, I, I could believe I, I could believe anything God. really. I, I was looking yeah. up my I was looking up Naomi Campbell. I was looking, I, there is I, I I couldn't believe anything with the supermodel. I think Giselle Bunchen is worth more than Tom Brady. So yeah, I think that's true. I think yeah, I I, I think that's hundred percent true. So then um, yes, I wouldn't believe anything. This is ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, I mean this is over, but uh, we're gonna keep playing. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's keep playing. God, good for me. I needed this. Uh, all right, we're gonna. We're, I'm gonna give you um, the the once the gr- disgraced um, Hugh Grant. <laughs> oh, Hugh Grant. And I don't know this, so you got to look it up. Great. All right. Um, I gotta guess. Well, my my guess. Uh, My guess is going to be thirty-five million. I think you're probably. I I, I think you're going to be probably close to that. I, I would have guessed something similar. So okay. so you you let me know. Maybe maybe a bit touch high. Maybe maybe. Um, what's that movie? Uh, which one? Uh, the Christmas movie that he's in, that everyone's in. Uh, <laughs> oh, love, love actually. That's been out a lot lately. <laughs> love actually is not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's not. It's, it's not that bad. It's really. Uh, I, I enjoy. It. All right. Uh, wow. This is this is getting out of hand. Uh, it's eighty million. Wow. Wow. It's see, a- see, I I would have guessed something around like like forty million dollars. Yep, wow, 80 it's million. it's eighty million dollars, and that is a bigger gap. All right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you're you good. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna get the third game. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just wanted to congratulate me. Now that's good. That's um, good. He's worth eighty million. God, I'd like to look at his IMDb to see what his what his uh, his best movie was. I can't, I don't even know what it would be. But anyway, we'll. We'll, we'll continue. Uh, four weddings and a funeral. Um, I don't know. What's his best movie? Four weddings and a funeral. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Um, well, I don't want to give it this reference, but were you gonna exact? Were you gonna ever pick Liam Neeson? No, no, no. So Liam Neeson just gave you a reference. He's eighty-five. He's worth. Oh, he's eighty-five. I was gonna guess one twenty. If if you grant's worth eighty, Liam Neeson is is eighty-five. God, if Hugh Grant is 80, Liam Neeson's got to be worth $140 million. But that goes to show you, I don't know anything. Well, you do know something because of that uh, that amazing uh, Daniel Craig, or well, the amazing Kate Moss pick. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm, I'm starting to come back right now. I'm taking this game over. <laughs> Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> All right, so... So she's got to be high because Ozzy's got to have some money. Um, and she's been like the manager. So anything Ozzy's been worth, she's got to be worth too. Um, Gosh, it, and it might, got it, got it might be. Uh, even if I get it, even if, even if I'm wrong, $100 million swing, it won't matter. Uh, so, man, this is a tough one. Is it? <laughs> is it? Um, Okay, $120 million, Sharon Osbourne. Um, pretty, <coughs> pr- pr- pretty solid. Uh, you're exactly $100 million off. $220. Is she, is she, I was going to say 200 Damn it. Okay. Got $220. $220. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, I, wonder, I wonder what, like, uh, Ozzy's net worth is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can try. It's the exact same. But it, no, 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 no way, no way. Well, okay. But, I mean, depending on what Google says, but I don't, I don't think so. Um, I but think it is. You, you have your last. Uh, yeah. Your last. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna go female, um, and uh, someone that's been, uh, you know, you, you, you've had the hot tour for, for a while, but she had, she's been out of the spotlight for years. But Rachel Wise. No, no, no. Damn it. Kira, Kira, Kira Knightley. Oh yeah, she's she's incredible. Um, okay. Incredible person, uh, incredible specimen. But um, I don't, I don't think she has a high. Uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to be reasonable here. I'm gonna say. Thirty-two million. Okay, I bet you you're close to that. I do, I do. I, I, I think you're nightly. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think you're gonna be. I think you're, you're gonna be close. And but, I am. But what do I know? Oh, by the way, just while I'm doing this, Ozzy Osbourne is exactly two hundred twenty, just the same as Sharon. That's so, what I said. So stupid. All right. That's what I said. This is this is why you play this game. This is why. That's that's right. You've had this. That's experience talking right there. Yeah. Um, all right. So Kier Knightley and I you just completely. You've got the Pirates of the Caribbean money. Yep. I love all that. It's 60. Mm-hmm. It's okay. 60 and I. Okay. 
was an abomination here so far. Um, wow. So th- three guesses, it's five. I'm off by 135. Or no, sorry, you're off by 135. I'm off by yeah, 543 million. So, okay. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And we have one golfer to go. Um, <laughs> isn't going to necessarily probably give you give me any help, but uh, no, no, no. You, you Simon Simon Cowell killed. Me. <laughs> yeah, Simon Cowell did kill me. Uh, Five hundred seventy horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it's, it, it, horrible. Uh, all right, Sir Nick Faldo for you. Oh boy, the British, um, you know, major champ. You know, I don't have a clue about golfers and, and their net worth and like where you have what what barometer, how to start. Uh, so. I don't know. What's what's this guy worth? Fifty million bucks. He's probably worth one hundred and thirty. But but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say sixty five million dollars. I I really do dislike you because it's sixty million. That's right. It's sixty million. I can't believe. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. Uh, yeah, right. no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I, I, uh, I needed that. Um, <laughs> good. Yeah. So, 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 what's what's my total then? You're at a discrepancy of 140 million dollars. 140. God, if I would have gone Sharon, Sharon Osbourne at 200 billion. But anyway, so I, I like to keep it under under 100 million. But okay, I'm, I, I'm convinced. I'm convinced you looked all these up. <laughs> I didn't look at anything. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting off the, off the hip here. Uh, okay, so you have to guess. Now, is this someone that, that, that's going to be in the open? Because no, there is, it, well, there, is, there is a golfer that wasn't allowed to be in the open because they weren't going to give him... The, John Daly? Uh, John Daly. They weren't going to let him ride, ride his golf cart for his arthritis. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't know if we could if we could use him or not. But if you did Nick Faldo, who's you know going to be in the booth or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. John John Daly to you, my friend. All right, so, you know, there's no. It's fine. I, I we we're kind of thinking like European players, but um, you know, oh, in, oh. in the in the honor that I'm never going to catch up to uh, the. 300 or 400 million dollar discrepancy I have to gain up. We can do John Daly. Why not? Um, everyone loves yeah, John Daly. Yeah, why not? Why not? They, everyone loves John Daly. The guy, uh, <laughs> you know, they, they just denied him a cart riding experience for a major championship. That's which, right. is com- which is comical that he tried to do that. Um, okay. All right. Uh, John- if, if, if it would have been a, been a closer race here during, during our game, uh, I would have allowed you to to veto and and had me go a European golfer, but seeing that yeah, seeing that it's over, we're gonna have some fun. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, no problem. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna say John Daly is. Oh, um, <laughs> have you have you looked this up? No, no, I I have I have a guess. So w- when you guess, I'm gonna guess too. Okay, I'm I, I'm gonna say John Daly is. 
it's under so it's like it's like under five million and, and I, I would I, think so i don't know if i want to even go into like the hundred thousands range like i might go like five hundred thousand doesn't he like like sell like golf pants and shit though? I you know what this guy's so all over the map. Who, who you know he, he's he's such a fucking cowboy. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna say one million dollars. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go 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 higher. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say John Daly is um, God. I'm gonna say John Daly's worth. I, I guess I'll just say five. That's it. Would just pop pop into my head. Five million bucks. He could be worth fifteen, but but I'll say five million. I don't really think he's got like like a lot of like necessarily like sponsorships. I don't really see him in a lot of commercials over the years. So you know, I'm sure, it's, there's, a, I'm sure there's a divorce in there somewhere. Oh, I bet there's more than that. So okay. Well, what is it? This is for fun here. I, I know. I'm, I'm getting it up here. Uh, yeah. John, John Daly. John Daly. Uh, oh, my goodness. Is he worth $30 million? I wish. Um, I'm getting 65. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm getting from Celebrity Net Worth, I'm getting $2 million. Okay. 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 Thank, thank God we're all not crazy. If he's not worth, the, the, there was some. Know. There was some that initially said sixty-five, but it it, 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 it it's two. It's two. <coughs> okay. Okay. That 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 makes more sense. I can I can sleep sleep better tonight. I know. I know. So uh, all right. So yeah, that was a what what a great guess by me. Well, guess. yeah, yeah. Good for you. What were the final totals? Just so I can know a number. Yeah, final total. Um, net discrepancy for me, 140, or sorry, uh, for you, $140 million. For me, uh, $544 million. So, <laughs> a, a, a resounding comeback win from. Yeah. From, from my, good for you. Yeah, good, good for, for you. me. Good for me, Nick Faldo, Kate Moss, and bad for you, uh, Simon Cowell. I thought Kate Moss was gonna just be like my just just like X factor. You're, I was you're you're Michael J. Fox. Yes, I was so excited. I was like, oh my goodness, he is never going to he. This is gonna throw him off so much. And uh, wow. He, he, by the way, it was eighty million for her. Seventy five was your guess. That is incredible. Um, so yeah, yeah. So uh, good. <laughs> you're you're back. You're back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm back, and uh, I'm looking forward to to the next one, and maybe one of us can, you know, string some wins together. That is true. String some together. Uh, I think the next one, we'll see. I think maybe for football season, or we might do an off season. Maybe maybe just in between. We'll see. But uh, Ooh. Uh, we will we will discuss and uh, a congratulations to you, my friend. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, you know, Swipe Right Sports. Um, all the best, man. Thank you. We will talk later. <laughs> all right. Uh, unfortunate loss for me there, but uh, we'll definitely be back. Um, we're going to be off for a little bit, but coming back, we're going to try to do a 
once a week for a football season um, to kind of extend on what I'm doing on fakepigskin.com with college football DFS. Uh, not exactly entirely sure what the format will be for football, but going to do once a week. Um, and we'll be back. Don't forget, download, subscribe, rate, review, swipe right sports, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all of your favorite streaming services. And uh, follow on Twitter and IG at SportsPodHookup. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Bobby Adcock, and we'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> <laughs>